When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, prohibited by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, and welcome to the latest episode of the Brighton Rock podcast. With me, Russell Guyver. I'm flying solo in the co in the hosting stakes. I don't have my co-host with me today. Um, it's a special uh, palace preview. We're playing our old friends from just up the road, and to celebrate this occasion, we've invited on the opposition. So we've got uh, just just one person on, but um, I'm sure it's going to be an excellent guest. It's Amy Latter, isn't it? You'll you'll now get that right, Amy yeah, Latter. That's yep. me. Hello. Hello, Amy. Welcome to the show. How are you doing? Yeah, I'm good. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Excellent. Yeah, no, it's great to have you on. It's, we've got to have a bit of banter before the, the game at the weekend. And um, we were just saying That's off good. air, it's, it's horrendous, isn't it? The run up to it, the, just the nerves, the, the, the kind of the, the, the nauseating feeling of yeah. this match, because it's God, a game yeah. you just can't lose. <laughs> I know. And it's, it's, I kind of try to enjoy the build up because I don't enjoy the game. And um, <laughs> you may not enjoy the result, although Recently, it's gone more in our favour, hasn't it? So um hasn't been too bad. <laughs> but you know what? That makes it even more terrifying because, you know, law of averages, surely you lot are going to beat us sooner or later. And uh, you're more than capable, as we've seen in the previous games. So um, yeah. I'm bracing myself, put it that way. <laughs> well... Yeah, I mean, the thing is, with any sort of derby games, rivalry games, as we probably prefer to call it, whatever you want to call it, yeah, the, the form that goes out the window, we've seen, I mean, we've been playing pretty well the last couple of seasons, and the games yeah. between our two sides haven't reflected that, I don't think. Um, ironically, the time we didn't play well and didn't turn up at all in general was this season at Selhurst, and we ended up getting a, a draw we can't really honestly say we deserved. Not that we didn't enjoy it, of course, but it yeah, really goes no, against... Exactly. Every every time, doesn't it? Yeah, and... I know you can. We can sit here and talk about, like you said, form and whose players are better, who's the better goal scorer, who's the better midfield. But it just doesn't matter, does it? It's not going to matter on Friday. It's just, yeah. you know, I think I saw a stat the other day that if if this game becomes another, there's only it's a sorry, if it goes to the fourth time that there's a result altering goal in the 90th minute, it's a new Premier League record. Wow. So what, the last fixtures three fixtures, between our sides? Hmm. Yeah, so the last three fixtures, the result has changed in the 90th minute 
So yeah, the winner, the Mope equaliser. So um, if it happens again, it'll be a record. Yeah. But I've got a weird feeling that um, I feel like someone's going to win convincingly. Oh, right. Okay. I should say Palace. <laughs> and I hope it's Palace. But you're but not sure? <laughs> not sure. I reckon Good. it's going to be a 3 1 either way. Okay, that's interesting because okay. most people I've spoken yeah. to have, have, I mean, the general consensus is this, despite it being the kind of rivalry, is likely to be a good game more open than maybe some of the other ones recently, that it'll be quite close and that most people yeah. are quoting two ones and two alls. I've done both of those actually this week in the yeah. run up. Um, can't decide on what's going to happen as obviously is the case, you know, with this sort of fixture. Um, yeah. it's interesting you're saying that. I mean, you, you might be right. Who knows? We'll wait and find out. But, um, 3 1 would be, well, that's, that's obviously going to be painful yeah. a two goal margin either oh, way gosh, around. Yeah. I just yeah. think, as you say, yeah, it, it, it will, it probably will be closer in, um, quality than we've seen previously. Um, I think any Palestine is happy to admit that in our Roy era, it wasn't pretty football. It got us the odd win against you, of course, but it wasn't pleasant <laughs> to watch. And if I was a Brighton fan, I'd have been fuming at that 2-1. Um, I still so am. Quality-wise, we, we're looking better. We're a different kind of yeah. team now. So it should hopefully, as you say, create a good, finally, yeah. a good game of football for both sides. Um, but I think we've, we've got a similar problem to what you guys have had quite regularly is that we're creating chances now, looking better, but we're still not quite clinical mm. in front of yeah. goal. and. I don't need to tell you guys about that. So um, maybe yeah. Friday will be someone's night of uh, actually netting a few than a few more than two goals. Yeah, there's there's been some good goals in these games. I mean, you look at Knockout's goal for us at your place, and much yeah. as I begrudge the result in the at the Amex last season, the actual goals were well taken by by your guys um, with your only two chances. Grr. Yeah, <laughs> but crazy. I mean, strange scorers from your side as well because you've had. Have a quick dig at Benteke. He hasn't been scoring many goals. He pops up against us. But Mateta, who scored, I mean, he pretty much disappeared until again recently. He's on an 18-month loan, isn't he? And, I mean, that was his only goal Absolutely. that season, wasn't it? I think that's, you're as surprised as we are, obviously, with Mateta. <laughs> the, uh, the, the recent rumours and whispers have been that we're not interested. And we, we had, if we played him a certain amount of games, we had to buy him. It's one of those agreements. Um, oh, so yeah. we wasn't playing him because obviously it looked like we wasn't interested. Um, we've used him recently and he's scored when he's been needed. So um, we can't ask for more than that from a from a striker. Yeah. He's um, not the most technical striker in the world, but at the moment he's scoring important goals. So um, he scored against Millwall in the cup for us at yeah, the weekend. Yeah, that was the winner, wasn't it? Yeah, um, yeah obviously the goal at, at, at your place. So, um, yeah. And he scored against Norwich, but I'm not going to scream too much about that. <laughs> yeah, I would I would make a sarcastic comment about that, but we didn't manage to score against Norwich. So yeah. we'll, we'll oh. move swiftly on. <laughs> yeah. Damn uh, it, that I, did, terrible... I missed that. Yes, I wish I did. I travelled there for the game, but never mind. Yeah. Oh but and, we'll, then we'll talk... Sorry, go on, and then Benteke is an interesting uh, creature in itself. He's um, I love I love Benteke. I, I, I think, I know his job is to score goals, ultimately, I know. But he he offers a lot more than that. His hold up play, his aerial battles. He's you know he's a beast mm. in the air. Yeah. So I think Riera will have a challenge of who to start on Friday. Because yeah. do you start Matata because of you know Millwall and confidence and mm. he's an informed striker to 
argument's sake. But personally, I do think Benteke is more suited to um, to your back line, which is massive. <laughs> yes, indeed. Yeah, we haven't got first choice out at the moment there, but we're not sure well, if Bob's yeah. going to play or not, actually. But either way around, we've got a big a big back line, yes. Yeah, in terms of I was of quite height. excited when I heard Dunk wasn't playing because I know a lot of Palace mm. fans don't like to admit it, but I actually think he's a... He's uh, old. He's one of those old school defenders, isn't he? He's going to put everything on the line for you. He's uh, he yeah. gets the he gets the derby. He called the rivalry. Sorry, you mustn't call it a derby. Yeah. I'll get told off. Um, he gets it, doesn't he? He's one of those players, and yeah. you need that in the team. So um, we have that with Wilf, obviously, but he will be missing. So yeah. um, hopefully, so both of missing. Step up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dunk's possible. He might be able to. He's technically recovered from. He had some kind of a knee injury. I'm not quite sure what it was, but it wasn't too bad because he only missed out from, I think, Southampton onwards, which is sort of December time. Oh. But obviously, um, it's, whatever it was, was enough to keep him out yeah. a few weeks. I doubt I he'll start. A, I thought it was a certain miss, so uh, I'm nervous again now. <laughs> <laughs> I, to be honest with you, Amy, I, I don't think he'll start the game. I, I think Graham's um, very a stickler for not really thrusting people straight back in. He'll integrate them back yeah. into the team pretty slowly. So he might come on as a sub or something if we're defending a lead be. or something See like what that. Scores but, like, hey? Yeah. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> we'll talk more about the game towards the end, but I wanted to just um rewind actually to to get a bit more of a background about you. So you're I mean I came across you on, on Twitter and you seem pretty active on there, always making some pretty reasonable points to be fair as well, I have to say, which is why I wanted to invite you on. Don't want it to get too partisan. Um but yeah I think you're you're pretty fair and rational and, and lots of good points. But um Obviously, you're a staunch Albion fan. I wish you were. Now, a staunch Palace fan, of course. But um, where did it all start? When did you become a Palace fan? Are you a local to the area? And, and tell us your background story. Yeah, so I am yet born and raised in Croydon. So um, I grew up in South Norwood, um, walking distance from Selhurst Park. So um, fortunately, I um, just followed my dad, who was a Palace fan. So I'm from a massive Palace family. Everyone's Palace. There isn't any other teams yeah, in my family or extended. So um, pure Palace. So that's where it all began. Um, when I was younger, I used to go to games with my dad and my brothers. Didn't really know what I was watching, to be honest, when I was younger. It was just a day out for me when I was a little girl. But then as I started going through like the school years and teenage years, started to get more invested. Um, so when I was a teenager, I had a season ticket, sat in the home style. I wasn't an ultra. Um, I just think I'm representing Palace and I'm wearing black. I was just going to uh, say that. Yeah. <laughs> it's not a black jacket, though. So oh, no, black no, jacket's no meeting on tour. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> on the leader. Surreptitious locations early in the morning prior to Millwall <laughs> games and all that. <laughs> to be fair, they, they make a good atmosphere. I, I, I do like those guys. But, um, yeah, no. So, I've yeah, I've always been a Palace fan um, since I've grown up. So, season ticket holder. Then I became a Crystal Palace cheerleader. So I was able to extend my passion, my love and for the club, um, literally onto the pitch. So um, that was a great time for me, especially as a Palace fan. Um, I was pitch side for every home game. Um, I got to go to the semi-final in the playoffs when we got at your place. That's <clears throat> promoted. Um, it's not all good, though. That, that season you beat us 3-0 at the Amex and I was there too. Um, that was not a good day. It was pouring down with rain. I remember it vividly. It was on my birthday weekend. Um, so thank God we got promoted that season because uh, that was a bad memory. Um, 
so yeah that's 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 me and palace so it's just yeah it's always been always been with me yeah well can i just say sorry it was your um birthday week but i, I can't yeah. say i'm sorry about the result <laughs> yeah. overall yeah no um, that, however, was a, that was a good one for you yeah. i just remember I mean, you, you scored you the last you scored super early in the second half because i hadn't even got back to my seat um, yeah i've, I've got a friend being who, angry who was... at half time and then oh, well, walking back to yes. my seat and it's you even scored worse. already. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've got I've got a friend of mine in the same area as I'm in the Amex uh, West Upper who somehow managed to miss all three goals despite being at the game. I don't, oh my I gosh! Do well, they it was all related like to near half time or near the they, start. They were, I yeah. I, 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 I don't know the exact times, but I think that one of them was something like the 40th minute or 38th minute, and he'd gone really early to try and grab beers, thinking nothing was going to happen, or he'd gone yeah. to the loo or something like that. And then he um he realised the goal, came back, had a look, and thought, oh well, I'll go and join the queue now for the beers. Went back off, missed the second goal, which was I think just before half time, and then he yeah. was still there chatting with mates before the um as the game kicked off so yeah he managed to miss all three which yeah. is pretty impressive I mean everyone's that missed actually, one in a while, that's, that's very impressive <laughs> at um, least it wasn't but... against your arch rivals imagine <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure he's Don't. happy anyway Don't. so, sure so you've been since then yeah, you have. Um, you have. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say there's there's that little matter itself. Pushing my luck there. Yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, going back to you, so you're supporting. So when you were first going to games, this would have been probably a, if I'm guessing right, the period where we weren't really playing each other much, actually, were we? I think you might have come into it with the Andy Johnson onwards. Yeah, Andy era. Johnson days, right? Kinton Morrison, yeah. those, those those kind of days. So um, didn't get to experience that Brighton rivalry to um a little yeah. bit later on. Um, really, my first real experience in getting passionate about Brighton, if you like, is um, that that those seasons following up to our promotion, and then waiting for you guys to get promoted. And waiting and waiting. <laughs> Didn't take you too <laughs> long, years. to be fair. Yeah. yeah, it wasn't too bad. Yeah, it wasn't too bad. I mean, to be honest, I think because that season we were definitely the better side over the season. I mean, you know, in terms of the points and the way we were playing, we went into it in better form into the playoffs. And yeah, um, we the, I don't know what happened. It's just one of those yeah, things. Yeah. I think we, yeah, we, we weren't, we started that season really well. Then we fell that, that yeah. badly and it, it turned really bad. Then we just clawed our way back into the playoffs. Um, obviously got you guys yeah. who um, had to face and, you know, we were, I think we, we were the fifth or sixth we finished that season, but we were in form at mm. that time. So that was probably the problem. It's a bad time to play us as we were like yeah. clawing our way back. But um, it was a nil-nil board draw, wasn't it, at Selhurst? And then the rest mm. is history with um, our, yeah. our Zaha. But <laughs> <laughs> Indeed, yeah. That's a yeah. night to remember for, for me. <laughs> uh, yeah, we want to forget. But yeah, for you us. were I... definitely the better team. That it's also the last time, one of the last times you've uh, finished above us. Yeah, I think it probably is the last time, isn't it? I don't think, don't think we have sure. in that. Or did we do one of the Premier League seasons? I can't remember. I feel like there is a Premier probably. League season. I feel like there is. Possibly um, the first one actually, because we were yeah a bit more comfortable then. But um, yeah. We'll get on to whether we think that's going to happen again this season. I mean, to be honest with you, I don't think there is a real a clear-cut answer on that one at the moment, although we've got the edge. I mean, if we won on Friday night, then you'd have to say we're favourites because we'd be seven clear with the game in hand. But then, of course, you know, we're, we're talking before the match. You could win it. One point yeah. in it, psychological edge changes. Your game we in hand, your game in hand is Tottenham. So, uh, yeah. yeah, exactly. You, know, you don't know what Tottenham you're going to get. So 
I wouldn't write you off against anyone. I wouldn't write anyone off against anyone, to be honest. The league's crazy now. Anyone can be anyone yeah. on their day. Um, so, it's, yeah. Who knows? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, in terms of your favourite memories of Paris then, I mean, obviously, you're going to stay with the cheerleading side of it because you're on the pitch, you're kind of interact. I mean, how was that, actually? How long were you doing that for? What was that like as an experience? Yeah, it was, it was, it was amazing for me. I think particularly being a Palace fan, it had that bit more a lot of the girls just there were there were dancers and you know that mm. that was why they joined they weren't necessarily fans um most of them became fans just naturally through being in that mm. environment every week um yeah for me it was just quite surreal really because you know the players are people I you know I don't know idolized some of them are my idols um <laughs> but and then to be up close even with them I mean we didn't we didn't spend any time with the players as such. A couple of them did a few events with us and it was all, always very lovely. But yeah, in a way, you're kind of living out a bit of a dream, just being part of the club officially behind the scenes. So um, yeah, it was a really, really good time. I did about, I should know, four or five seasons. Right. Okay. So um, starting in 2011 up to about 2014, something like that. Um, yeah. Three or four seasons, maybe. I forget the dates exactly. But yeah, a long time. And... I guess you're meeting the players, you're getting a chance to do that and that, that kind of thing as well, which is an extra bonus, isn't it? Apart yeah. from the match day stuff, it's, yeah. Yeah, exactly, yeah. So earlier on when we were in the championship, we did a lot of um, like junior parties and, you know, they'd send a couple of players along and, yeah, so it was it was, it was really special. Um, in fact, at that time, it was uh, Zaha and players like Johnny Williams who were just coming through the academy, they weren't quite the, the Zaha yeah. wasn't quite the Zaha who is today he's not the superstar <laughs> yet and he was always sent to these parties and stuff and yeah um I know he doesn't come across it on the pitch but what a lovely bloke he is okay as you said that I won't <laughs> say what I was going to say which is I, I did say you know, Amy you're allowed to, allowed to swear if you want to but the z word is out of order but, <laughs> but no no I mean to be, to be fair if he's a nice guy fair enough I mean I think people on the, the same with Morpé, and um, we've got Neil Morpé, who I'm, I'm sure you're very yeah. well aware is a bit of a oh, shit yeah. house, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, as well as being a decent player. And I mean, he's one of those ones you either you love as a fan or love to hate as the opposition. Zaha's the same, Wilf's the same. Um, I mean, I think what their persona is on the pitch in the match is completely, I'd imagine, pretty diff- different to how they are away from it. I've yeah. heard him in interviews. I mean, I don't know him personally, but Neil Morpé comes across as a really nice guy. Maybe a little yeah, bit sure kind of is. shy as well, ironically. <laughs> which, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, but then that's how Zaha comes across in interviews yeah. and outside of off, off mm. the pitch. He's quite quiet, reserved, yet they're the two that, yeah. you know, don't quite keep their tempers or their mouth shut on the pitch. But like you said, <laughs> you, you need, I, they're definitely players that you only like if they're on your team. So, mm. you know, sometimes Palace fans get quite irate when people say, oh, I can't stand Zaha. God, what a dick! I hate him. But I kind of take a step back and think, I'd hate, I'd hate him too. <clears throat> Excuse me. Hmm. If he wasn't a Palace player, I would probably hate him as well. If he just, if that's just the way it is. Um, same for Mope. If he's not on your team, he's going to wind you up. Yeah, yeah. I think. But you need it, forward. especially in a game like Friday. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And it's a shame <laughs> in in one sense that um, he won't be there. For that game, obviously, is at the Afcon, and Dunk may be missing as well from our side of it. Another another yeah. popular player with Palace fans, um, <laughs> and it's you know 
it does add spice yeah. to the occasion. I mean, there's been incidents, all, all of the fiery characters, we go back to Knockhart as well, who obviously scored that goal at Selhurst, but he definitely a very strong candidate for a very early red card. There's no doubt about that in that game. Yeah, and yeah, exactly. there he is, obviously, that, that winds up the fans, the fact that he's got away with one there. Um, yeah. and, and then he goes on to score the winner. And, you know, it, again, it's, it's I'm not... <laughs> I'm not surprised he scored. I'm not surprised Wilf scores goals against us. I'm not surprised Morpé got that goal this season. It's those characters that seem, seem to just step up to the plate, don't they, for these oh, occasions? Yeah, they get um, it. They get it and they turn hmm. up. So um, it is a shame that Zaha's not there. Um, he usually plays pretty well against you because of the occasion. Yeah. Um, it's just it's a chance for the rest of the players to step up and make a name for themselves. So we had... Um, at least say at the weekend with, against Millwall, who took that role of Zaha for us, winding up yeah. Millwall. So um, perhaps... Oh, really? He's winding up as well, was <laughs> Well, yeah. So um, he got quite a lot of abuse from the, the fans. Um, you got a bottle thrown at his head. You've probably seen it. In the, oh, yes. Yeah, yeah. I, I saw don't know that, if you've yeah. seen it in the Twitter world or hmm. on the news. But yeah, he, they kind of... It, he, he played very, very well. So he became an easy target. Um, but he was giving it back. He was shushing the crowd, <laughs> Neil Mopay-esque, if you like. Yeah. So um, he 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 gets it. He gets the the rivalry type game. Yeah. So hopefully he'll bring that out on Friday. Yeah, hopefully not. Um, <laughs> I mean, he's he's a very good player. I, I was aware of him. He was at Reading, wasn't he? I was aware yeah. of him as a player, seeing him there and thinking, oh, he's one of those up-and-comers from that division. Yeah. When you signed him, I thought, ah, that's actually quite annoying because he does it's look good. good signing. Didn't, it's one of those didn't ones, know him yeah. that much. But, yeah. We all got very excited about it. He, obviously, he was a, a huge talent for Reading. Only heard good yeah. things, but you still don't know how that step-up's going to work. It's always a bit of a risk. Um 19 at the time I think he's 20 now um so he's still so young that he just Hmm. oozes talent hopefully you'll see that on Friday um so he's (laughs) I think he's got a very high ceiling I'm Hmm. not sure he'll be a Palace player for for very long put it that way but at 8 million Hmm. um it looks like a complete steal steal. he just looks extremely natural and People have already said that comparing him to Zaha at that age, this yeah. he looks even better. So mm. um, let's 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 see. Let's hope that's right. <laughs> yeah, and and Zaha's coming to the end of his. In, in terms of obviously, he's still got some time to go, but he's he's nearer the end than the beginning now of his career. So it's the right yeah. time, from your point of view, to get someone into that position. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, a year ago, even if Zaha's not in the team because he's injured or away at Afcon, mm. it's meltdown city for us. We are desperate. Yeah. Zaha is the yeah. player. Especially the way you it's were playing not... before as well, because yeah. you needed that outlet to be under yeah. Roy Hodgson. Um, but fortunately, we're in a place now where it's not so big a problem. Don't get me wrong, he's still probably the first name on the team sheet. Mm. Like, absolutely. Um, but it isn't quite panic stations anymore. We've got options. If anything, we've got too many options and it's, it's a, a nice problem to have, um, but yeah. we don't know who Vieira is going to start week by week. Whereas with Hodgson, it was a quite obvious eleven because there was only eleven that yeah. were, you know, kind of up to it. So um, yeah, it's exciting time. I think I hope. Yeah, it, it does sound like that. Ironically, there's a lot of parallels and similarities now. Now that you've changed to Vieira, I mean, it's it was always going to be a big risk in terms of 
<clears throat> Roy was a safe pair of hands. And yeah. even if the football was pretty unremarkable, and I did see a couple of Paris games, I think that's really not a great team performance at all. And I saw it with Newcastle was actually the parallel last season. I thought both sides, I saw a few times and thought, that looks like a relegation performance, but they're getting a result. And then yeah. Uh, yeah, both teams finished above us. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but, but it did feel like there wasn't anything more in the tank than what they were doing. But um, with the yeah, new, it, with the change, it's a bit big risk, but it yeah, seems to have worked so far. It's, it's, yeah, it's a strange one with Roy because I always stick, stuck up for him. Um, hmm. I think when we appointed him as manager, we knew what we were doing. He's a defensive type coach. That's just the way it's going to be. There's no point getting angry at him. It's mm. down to the club to change the manager if they want to change the style. Um, and for a long period of time, we didn't really have the players to change the style. We started trying to play possession football like you guys. We, we just wouldn't have worked. So um, the way we played was, you know, Royal was our only option. And thankfully, it did pretty much work. I mean, I agree with you. You used to watch us sometimes and think, how are we not in the bottom three or how are we not fighting relegation? Mm. But to be fair to Roy, we've never actually been in the relegation battle as such um hmm. you know finished. yeah you're always two or three results ahead weren't you just you always need yeah. to pop results out just when you needed always, to just to yeah, avoid I think that's getting something that down. we have always been hmm. pretty good at palace is when we need a win we tend to get the win um hmm. albeit we don't <laughs> hate it it gets to desperate times but yeah when we're when we're stuck up against it hmm. we uh tend to put in a result but um hmm. yeah i mean and then going on to Vieira, I think, if I'm honest, I was a bit anxious about that signing. Um, yeah, fair enough. Probably wouldn't call it. You know, it's an unknown quantity, isn't it? Not, lots of change of yeah, personnel. Yeah, he's, he's not got this massive, impressive CV on him or anything. Um, but yeah, everyone has to start somewhere. And I, what I did keep saying to uh, my boyfriend's a Spurs fan, so um, he's not keen <laughs> to see Vieira do well. So I think he's a, I think he's more on a Brighton, Brighton fan than a Palace fan right now. Um, but um, so he kept saying, "Oh, I think that's a risky one." But I always said the the, the good thing is with Vieira, I think the youth and the academy will look up to him because mm. he's a Premier League legend, and these young boys are going to think, "Wow, that's Patrick Vieira," and will want to play for him. And so far, that seems to be proving itself. Um, with signings like Elise and some of our academy boys, um, you know training with the first team and stuff and someone like Zaha who's an Arsenal fan um so I think him being such yeah, a legend yeah. may have at least got the players spirits up and um yeah I mean so far so good it's still early things can still go wrong but um fingers crossed yeah. well I don't you know I don't I've I'm pretty convinced you're not going to go down this season if that's what you're thinking. That, I mean, that's yeah, I'm ever the pessimist right to the end. <laughs> I, I, I say it, we could be yeah, unless we're six fan. new up. I'm never. We've never been six new up in any game, but we'd have to be six new up for me to be comfortable. Put it that way. Yeah, uh, yeah. I think I think you've got the same neurosis that most of us have, really. I'm um, certainly us, us lot, all my mates and everything. Um, and the, the Fiera thing, yeah. I must admit, we were all rubbing our hands with glee, thinking. Okay, Roy's finally leaving Palace. We're thinking, we don't know what's going to happen, but there's a change of manager and loads of changes of playing staff. That could go okay. It's probably going to go moderately and it could easily go badly. And we were thinking, great, this this could go well. Yeah. 
even though paradoxically we kind of don't want you to go down we'd enjoy you going down but we wouldn't enjoy you not being there so yeah it's it's difficult isn't it (laughs) and obviously you know I guess you guys probably feel the same in a similar sort of way um yeah there's people you can revel in it either way basically kind of but we did think there's so many variables here the chances are they're going to at least struggle to to get going but I think my assessment look outside looking in I haven't really watched many of your live games but um the outside looking in and watching the highlights and everything else it looks like I would say you're 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 above where you would probably be happy to have been a little bit above where the the worst case happy to be situation yes spot on I think I mean a lot of people had us completely written off Vieira would be the first manager to be sacked um Mm. Crystal Palace there's there's too it's too big a rebuild there's too many players out of contracts as a Palace fan as an outsider I can see where people are coming from as a Palace fan I didn't think it would be not that it's amazing yet I didn't think but I didn't think it'd be this good this quickly the Hmm. players do seem to the the signings that um Dougie Friedman and Vieira whoever's been involved have, have made have seemed to have worked out um every single one of them so far so um yeah I think as you said I think we'd we'd just I expected a really really tough that that stretch before Christmas I thought we'd be really struggling and then Hmm. it was up to us to pick it up from January um so yeah we've done we've done better than I've expected put it that way but um all credit to the recruitment um I think they got it spot on in the summer it's getting the right people and, and getting them to gel well enough and you know, really yeah. good loan signing in Gallagher. I mean, he's a terrific player. There's no doubt about that. And I know you may not be able to hang on to him, or, but you have him. been able, to, yeah, because you played him enough, you've been able to guarantee keeping him for the rest of the season on loan. Annoyingly, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, although yeah. not surprisingly <laughs> either. Um, but yeah, it's a good mix, and you know how it goes longer term. We'll, you know, we'll wait and see. But I think he's. I would say Vieira has done a good, a very good job so far given the circumstances, not just coming into the Premier League as a manager for the first time, but also, as you said, having so many new players that weren't used to each yeah. other, uh, let alone yeah. um, used to him. Yeah. And I think the the players out of contracts at the end of last uh, summer, as an outsider, it looked terrifying. Um, but to us, there was a lot of players on there who weren't really playing and hmm. we, we needed to get rid. Their wages were high and yeah. It, it, it wasn't as bad as it looked on the outside mm. when you were a Palace fan on the inside and really understood what those yeah, players a lot of, were, a lot of what those they were, were earning. They, they were, were quite a bit dumb. of Deadwood. Deadwood's a bit of a hard, hard comment, but it probably is at the timing. Yeah, it probably a, is the a, right a expression, isn't it? Or, or mm. just ready to move on and we could yeah. do with, without their wages on our books. You know, some of them mm. were earning, you know, a fair bit of money a week. So um, that freed up us to you know, do that that recruitment in the summer, which so far is a, I mean, it's it's crazy that we're now thinking that Alese is out, Alise, sorry, I'm not quite sure how, how you pronounce it, um, that he's our biggest new prospect because Eze was that person the year yeah. before. And all of a sudden we've got someone well, yeah. who looks even, mm. is even better than Eze, um, who is just mm. obviously coming back from a very, very serious injury. So we're not quite seeing the Eze of mm. last season just yet. Um, he's a good player, though. He's a good player. Yeah, oh, he, yeah, he's great yeah. as well. So if them two, um, you know, can get up to scratch and a bit more experience, we've got, you know, two very exciting players to fill that Zaha void if, if he is to ever move on. Hmm. Yeah. And <laughs> speaking, of, we mentioned earlier about unusual players scoring. I was sort of like slightly sarcastically about Benteke, but Mateta definitely was. I mean, are you another forward who's kind of in a similar way to 
Benteke is is quite often not a score. I mean, he scored the first goal in 43 games, wasn't it? Yeah. Earlier this oh, season. Gosh, yeah. And he's at AFCON as well, so he's not going to be there now. But he's another player that was more like a link-up team player, a typical Roy Hodgson He's a funny player, one. He's one that we, you know, on Twitter, people will, you know, curse and curse and curse about the yeah. you um, get really frustrated with him and then all of a sudden you're having to apologise because he puts in a 10 out of 10 and gets you a win. I think with you I mean, yeah, he was our player of the season um, a couple of seasons ago. Um, scored, I can't I can't remember how many goals he scored, but he was scoring goals and he won player of the season. And the following year, he was, you know, some people would say awful. Yeah. Um, but I think the one good, the one thing about Ayu is his work rate. He won't stop. Hmm. He's got a bit of an edge to him. He's a little bit yeah. nasty on the pitch. He's a yeah. he's got a yellow card in him. He's <laughs> one of them. So. Again, he's a big miss for a game like Brighton mm. because he would get he's, stuck in. He's scored against us. Uh, as, as oh, said, exactly. Well, exactly. Mm. Yeah. Um, so he's yeah, it's he's got he's not perfect, but um, he he won't stop running and and working, mm. which you know. He's one he's one of those players longer term. He'll probably be one of the ones that gets edged out and becomes the dead wood later on. I guess. Yeah. Further down yeah, the yeah. line, probably without being too. You know, ruthless about it. That's probably how it would would actually play yeah, out. He'll, but yeah, he'll slowly become just a bit of a, a squad yeah. player, as you say, and someone to bring on perhaps, or just using those more gritty games. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's nice to actually have options now, where we don't know who's going to start in midfield on Friday. We don't know what Vio's going to do. You know, there's options now. So, um, this is these parallels, Amy, as well with with the Albion. We've we've had that since we've changed styles after Hewton. So obviously we've had Graham Potter now three seasons. You're two seasons behind in the change of style kind of narrative, I suppose. But maybe you've you've gone through the process quicker. Who knows? But but basically that yeah. thing about not knowing who's playing, what more fluid systems, interchangeability, yeah. um, rotation, all that stuff, all fits and and actually works well, which it doesn't always do. Um, it seems like that. That's where I see a lot of parallels now between the two teams, playing a more yeah. front-footed style as well, and not having to play counter-attack only, oh, which absolutely. is which is great, and yeah. just ball possession, you know, and all that sort of stuff, which is which is interesting. Um, I'm looking forward to the game. I have no idea what our team is going to be like. As I said, we don't know if Dunk will come <laughs> back or not. I doubt he'll start. I think yeah. we've got. I mean, from your your side of it, you'll be glad to know that Basuma is obviously at the Afcon as well. Um, and yeah, Wepu, very happy who, to hear that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he he is quite literally world class player. I've I've been watching him obviously, you know, last few years, and the rate of increase in quality, uh, understanding of the game, filling in all those details, picking up all those extra elements that can make somebody into a really properly rounded, top quality player. He's done that in a very well, in a relatively short period of time. I'd say probably a very short period, and. He's, he's so, so good. However, we beat Brentford finally after a long run without wins with him not in the team. We are able to win without him. What's annoying yeah. is we brought Mwepu in, who's a brilliant signing, whose rate of, in, of, of um, sort of in, getting into getting used to the Premier League anyway is, has been quicker. Um, and he's been on really good form the last few weeks. And he's almost certainly missing now due to a hamstring injury from the yeah, cup game. Where yeah. we play quite a strong team, which is interesting yeah. given that Basuma was obviously not going to be available. So both yeah. of those two are going to be out. <clears throat> Wepu um, is African. He could have been at AFCON, but Stambia didn't qualify. So we thought, great, at least he's in. But now, no, of course he gets a hamstring. So yeah, we have cool. got 
we have yeah, typical, isn't it? But we have got good midfield options still. Modder's a really good player. Another young, yep. young lad from Poland who's improved, Polish, who's improved yep. pretty quickly. Yeah. And he's, he's scored and he is in the habit of setting up goals for more pay as well, which he did at the weekend. Um, him, Lalana, of course, as you'll know, and one or two others that are coming on the scene um, can fill the void. So we're okay for a starting 11. It's more to do with the, the squad depth that the Mwepo yeah. injury is irritating, I would say. However, yeah. we, we had a better options, I think, in midfield when we played you at Selhurst. And it's the midfield, unusually for us, that we lost in that game without any doubt at all. I don't know what happened that day. We just went on our game. Um, I think we had, should we say, Deadwood, Deadwood options partly involved. I don't want to name yeah. names, <laughs> but we. I think we'll have a better, probably a better midfield in this game than we did last time. But we are weakened a bit yeah. there. And obviously with Conor Gallagher in particular, You've got to fancy if your chances are there, it's going to be either yeah, through him think, or via or from him. Absolutely. I think I think Palace fans will be quietly confident. Some are more loud, loudly confident, and I'm not that person. I save my banter for when we've actually got some bragging rights. But yeah, as you say, we we've got options. Gallagher is a problem for, for, for any opposition. He's, you know, he's probably too good for Palace. Um, not to put ourselves down, he probably will start starting for Chelsea. Um, he's obviously yeah. trying to prove that to his manager at Chelsea. So he's putting in good performances. Um, he can cause anyone trouble. So yeah, he'll be key. Um, Elise will be key, assuming he starts. I think Vieira probably will give him the start. Um, he hasn't been starting. He obviously being a new young player. Um, but his stats, the minutes he's played, are incredible. Um you know, goals and assists-wise in, in the minutes he's actually played. So, very exciting. Not sure if Eze will start. He's obviously just coming back from um, a serious injury. But, you know, we're getting him back slowly. He did start against Millwall, got subbed off, um, purely probably because of just easing him back. So, not sure whether we'll start Eze or not. But we've also got Edouard. Um, yeah. So, the, the attacking options are, you know, relatively endless, especially when Zaha's around as well. Um, so I'm not sure how he's going to go in um, up front and midfield. Definitely Gallagher, obviously. Definitely Hughes, our, another new signing from from Watford. He's slotted yeah. in really, really well with MacArthur's absence. Yeah, we, um, we already don't like Will Hughes, actually. We've had a bit of grizzle with him at the Amex. I, I think there was some histrionics and stuff going on and him and the crowd. Oh, um, so, 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 so hopefully yes, he'll already be up got for that, Friday yeah. then. He already yeah. hates you. Brilliant. Good. Yeah. I like him even more. Um <laughs> And then it's just whether Vieira goes for a schlup or a Luca. Um... Going for a schlup sounds like something else. It's it? okay. <laughs> I don't know what that sounds like. It doesn't sound good, though. <laughs> I know what you mean, though, yes. yes. Um, Je- the Jeffrey variety, yeah. yeah. The Jeffrey variety. So he's good on his day, but not too sure. So it's exciting. I really don't know how he's, how he's going to go with this one. Um, as I said earlier, whether he's going to start Benteke or Matata. Um whether he goes for Luca in midfield just to break up play a little bit more. Um, yeah. yeah. The only one, the only thing that's certain is our back line at the moment. So um, let's um, have to wait and see. Hopefully no Butland type errors from Guasa yeah. <laughs> on Friday. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, goalkeeping wise, I mean, Robert Sanchez has been absolutely brilliant. He's such a good player. Um, again, along with any of the players you've listed and, and we've listed, uh, uh, you know, I've listed, sorry, uh, from our team. Um, you know, one of those players that could go on and might not be with us as long as we'd like. He's brilliant. Yeah. I, he 
he was warming up before the game with City. Remember the game last season? We came from 2 0 down to win 3 2. We had limited, yeah, I remember that. limited crowds. <laughs> Good. I hope you watched the game and enjoyed it, um, Amy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, it was thrilling. I loved it. <laughs> <laughs> um, but we, I, I was lucky enough to get to that game because it was the limited numbers coming back to games time of the year. And we were watching Guardiola, watching Sanchez warming up and getting nervous, thinking, can you not look at him, please? Because he was pinging these 80-yard balls to the other end of the pitch um, on a on a sixpence every time. I thought, oh, much as I love you doing that, please don't do that with him watching. <laughs> yeah. He won't be with us long at that rate. You yeah. know, he's already in, we have one more Sp- uh, Spanish international than Real Madrid at the Euros, bizarrely. They had none, and we had... Sanchez in the Spain squad, Crazy, which is really right? bizarre. Yeah, he, he's a he's a cracking goalie. That may be a place where we could we could, could tell the difference because you guys have been, if anything, there's been a couple of mistakes. I think there's been, I think there's been a few I errors, there, hasn't there? From, quite from a memory. few of our goals have been individual errors um, yeah. coming from the back, and it's from this playing from the back obsession that the the league has or the world has. Um, yeah. There's a time and a place for it, and yeah. sometimes you just try to try too hard to be fancy and not just. Uh, dare it. I mention Millwall on this subject? Well, exactly that. Exactly that. <laughs> yeah. Butland's had a relatively easy decision to make: just get rid of it, but try to cut. Yeah, God. Well, God yeah. knows what's going through his head, but yeah, hmm. we have made quite a few individual errors at the back, and we're not. We haven't been great on set pieces, so um, hmm. they're our two weak points. So if you, I'm sure. Your coaching staff are well aware of that and are going to try and exploit that. Um, Hopefully so. The mistakes, <laughs> yeah, the mistakes at the back, I think, have just been, again, you know, got two new um, players at the back, Gahey and Anderson, and getting to know each other. Um, but their pros do outweigh their cons. Unfortunately, when a defender or a keeper make a mistake, it's easy to remember because it often leads to a goal and you don't think yeah. about all the good stuff um, they've done. So, um, yeah. Yeah, I still, I, I still feel a praise for them. That'll be interesting because McAllister, I think if I'm right in saying it was last season, again, we, I don't think we got the result we should have done at Selhurst. We got the goal, that was behind closed doors. And um, um, McAllister got the equaliser quite late in the game. I think it must have been the game where Dunk got sent off right at the end as well. But anyway, McAllister scored in that yeah. game. Um, he's come into his own. He scored two goals against Everton, four for the season, but I think it's two in the league anyway. Um He's a he's a gritty, quite robust, quite strong number ten, literally player. and metaphorically. He's a good player, and he's good yeah. with set pieces. And I think Pascal Grosch, who may or may not have been one of the people I was referring to as Deadwood earlier, possibly in the making, but I mean, he he has been a really good set piece guy, and he hasn't been on that this season. But yeah, then he's not playing because I I was so fast, as an outsider. I think of Pascal Grosch being a good player. But... Yeah, he is. Oh, he's a quality player. Yeah, really good yeah. technician. Um, he just for some reason he, his deliveries, particularly his corners, but in general haven't been great this year. But oh. McAllister's another player who can deliver. So if you've got a weakness from set pieces, McAllister might be the man. If it goes yeah. our way, he might be the man that makes a difference in this game. He's getting amongst the goals. He's a good free kick man, and um, he likes to get shots off from outside the area. Which, again, talking about the xG, we've quite often actually last season we didn't get shots off when we should have done, and we didn't play him that often last season. So. You know, yeah, that might be one of the reasons there's a difference. You were those uh, those uh, expected goals kings. If only there was a trophy for that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I know. That's uh, the one thing you don't want to be royalty in, isn't it, really? And then that's what actually we're good at this year. That's the, They're the stats hmm. that we're starting to fill in. So we're finally yeah. experiencing what it feels like to be yeah. a Brighton fan because we keep getting draws <laughs> or losing and not 
and we don't deserve those results. So, um, yeah. you know, we've laughed, crazy, isn't plenty, it? <laughs> we've laughed at you plenty of times for celebrating <laughs> draws and, and whatnot, but, um, and, ex- you know, boasting about these expected goal stats. And uh, yeah. now that we're actually experiencing it, um, we're yeah. starting to understand where you guys are coming from. It's, uh, it's extremely you. frustrating. <laughs> <laughs> it is, isn't it? But it's a necessary evil, I think, to, to get to what you're trying to do. It's the same process, basically, isn't it? Playing a more adventurous style of football, you're going to have, if it's working well enough, it's going to be that you're going to have to go through that process. That's if you if it's gone well. And then it yeah. takes a bit of time beyond that to to get the yeah. to get it to come to fruition but um it seems like it's um it's on it's on the up so i'm really disappointed to hear that um <laughs> <laughs> but what could you watch friday it'll be the most boring game ever now nothing will Probably happen will be, yeah Stale, the, media, the media will of course build it up they finally seem to get the rivalry after all these years although they cannot resist can they mentioning the m23, m23 Derby. yeah oh i know God. i just it's painful I'm, I quite like actually. I'm, I'm starting to now re- go from being wound up by it to being actually reveling in the fact that they can't quite settle on it. They're trying to brand it, aren't they? And it's not quite working. And I, I'm kind of quite liking the idea that um, for me, it's just Brighton Palace. For you, it's Palace Brighton. I guess the exactly, way you'd word yeah. it. Nothing more than that. We don't that. care if it, no one else wants to get it. Who yeah. cares? Let's get on with it. <laughs> the, the only thing that winds me up is is that thing of. It's a curious it's a curious derby or it's a curious oh, rivalry and then they go on that and say, Oh stop yeah, just yeah. stop going on about that. Just go on about the fact it's rivalry and this is the recent exactly. record, whatever. Yeah. It starts my head in. They do miss the point a lot. Yeah, yeah. Um a couple of other issues I wanted to bring up actually. Um Millwall, you mentioned Millwall, a couple of things of Millwall actually I wanted to talk about. First of all, you mentioned Elise, you know, clearly he's a really good player. The one thing I will say is that he's gonna have a lot more of a tough um, yeah. time of it against Kukurea because your guy's a steal. Our guy is a steal as well. Roughly similar kind of bargain price. Um, what a player he is. He's, he's been arguably our best ever signing in <coughs> terms of value for money. Um, if you, if you factor yeah. that into the equation, um, he's absolutely brilliant. He can get forwards as well. Uh, just as just as well with his defending, he he just seemed to be everywhere. In the, for example, the Chelsea game recently. So I do think you you know at least if he's playing in that role, he's going to have a much tougher time than Millwall. I watched the brief yeah. highlights on match of the day. They kept showing him inside, didn't they? He scored that great goal. He nearly scored he exactly the same goal. Yeah, he almost scored that goal three times. He hit the post yeah. and the other one went wide. But yeah. three times I, he was in the exact same position. It won't um, be and that I said, easy. I said but to they, Duff, I said to my other half, I said, Brighton will be watching this and they'll know exactly how to stop him now. <laughs> yeah. Well, show him down the line to start with, for goodness sake. But yeah, I do, I do think that'll be a tougher time of it. That's not to say, as a disclaimer, that no, he won't score or, or be the I difference he might be. It'll be a good, this is one I'm, I'm kind of hoping he starts. Let's see what he's really about. Let's see if he can handle that much better opposition. And, um, same on the other side. I'm not sure if Eze will start, but if he was to start, him and Lamptey will be interesting. Yeah. Um, Lamptey's yeah. another little player who's, yeah, he's a, he's a great player. Um, so there could be some interesting battles uh, either yeah. side. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it really does sound like a great game on paper, doesn't it? I'm really looking forward to it. Which is why you're now thinking 3-1, it's going to be right. no, it's going to be nil-nil. <laughs> <laughs> you just know it's going to happen, yeah, yeah. Well, I, I, know, you're not, I know you're not going to the game because you said, obviously, you're current circumstances you haven't got a season ticket and can't get to the games at the moment so much so it's a bit of a shame you'll miss out but hopefully you can enjoy the game on tv um 
in terms of the, the, the other game you had on TV, the Millwall match, I mean, there were there was an unsavoury element to that. I hope, you know, that's the other rivalry for you guys, isn't it? The South London one. But um, I'm hoping it won't be as unsavoury as that. There was, I mean, this Millwall kind of, kind of covering themselves in the opposite of glory again, isn't it? There's, as you mentioned, yeah, Elise having missiles thrown. There was all sorts of other stuff going on, you know, apparently. And- it's difficult because it's not to say that Palace are completely innocent. I don't think any fan base is completely innocent when it comes no. to, um, you know, taking it too far, taking the banter too far or throwing things. It, it does happen everywhere, but there is a, seems to be a much wider problem with Millwall, doesn't it? It seems to be, um, mm. they seem to be bigger and better at that. Uh, it's not, you know, there was a, there was a flare thrown by a Palace fan. So I'm not going to sit here and okay. pretend that we're yeah, perfect. But... Um, yeah. Flare at Palace, that can't be right, surely. <laughs> That's never what happened before. What do you mean? Um, <laughs> Not the week yeah, at no, all. When you compare it to, the, to Millwall and homophobic and, yeah. you know, racist, or it, it doesn't really compare and throwing bottles. I mean, they, they were, there they was were a booing, chair they? There was a chair, a chair thrown at Eze. Uh, yeah, it didn't hit him. Really? Um, don't know where this chair came from. It was like a little foldable chair. God knows mm-hmm. why it was even in the crowd. Um, but yeah, it was a bit unsavoury. Um, and they're, they're booing the knee. Of, there was homophobic abuse of Conor Gallagher, yeah, booing the knee which is ridiculous because he, you know, it's probably misplaced anyway. But nonetheless, it's just unpleasant. Yeah, and I just, yeah, I, I'm, you know, I'm the, I'm the first one to to try and wind up a Brighton fan. I, you know, I love doing it. Um, I give as good as I get. Put it that way. But <laughs> absolutely, keep it going, with, Amy. <laughs> I don't agree with taking it that step further no. when it comes to no. being homophobic. Um, or certain Lewis Dunk char- chants. I was just going to um, ask, have you ever sung the Dunk chant song? <laughs> I, I, I haven't, honestly. Good, good. I, I think it's a step too far. I don't like all the... Same with the Wilf song, I've never talk... engaged. Yeah, exactly. I know there's, there's... Again, it's not just Palace. There's, there's a handful of Brighton fans who have gone too far too. Um, yeah, of course. Mm. And I, don't, I don't like all that. I don't care if we call each other names or you hate Zaha, we hate Dunk, whatever, like calling the... Calling any name under the sun, but there's there is a there is a line for me that I don't like yeah. to see crossed. So uh, yeah. hopefully it can um, stay stay um, as respectful as possible on Friday. Yeah, but a lively, not good too atmosphere. respectful, not not too not respectful. Too, yeah, but exactly. You, not I think too you know much, what yeah. I, I think you know what I'm getting at. I don't want to hear anything about. I do. I, I think Zoom is. Oh, it's a good thing Zoom is not there because I think he would have got. Um, you know, a few boos mm, maybe yes. from the fans yeah. of recent ongoings, which again is something I don't agree with personally no. because I'm fully on the train of uh, innocent till proven guilty and all that. So, um, yeah. yeah. And it sounds like it might be as, as incidental as, well, who knows, but it sounds like it might be as incidental as the, the dunk scenario, which was basically just a, a peripheral kind of link to something that wasn't a, wasn't a guilty thing and anyway. You do, you do you hear Palace fans and other people say, mm. you know, oh, just because he wasn't found guilty doesn't mean he's not. And it's just like, you, you can't, you can't think like that. At the end of the day, he was found yeah. not guilty or whatever happened. Yeah. And it's a bit of a yeah. cheap shot. I don't, I don't like that because false allegations can uh, ruin people's lives. And I don't think that's really fair Absolutely. to use mm. as, as banter personally. But um, unfortunately, you're not going to stop everyone with their no. OTT views but as I say it's across every it's in every fan base not that it makes it right but it's just something that hopefully the majority can uh, quieten down and silence yeah absolutely can't agree more yeah 100% that's not to say um, that, but I still hate Lewis Dunk 
<laughs> well, I would expect nothing less, of course. Yeah. For other reasons. <laughs> I'm sure he loves you, though. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure. Um, well, can I? I've got to draw your attention to this. I mean, it's only fair that I do. If we're talking head to head, I mean, in terms of the head to head record, if we're going more recently, I haven't really looked into the exact details, but I feel like you've just about had the edge. I mean, there's, I mean, whatever happens, the, the whole promotion thing makes makes it yours in recent times, really, because that was yeah. just painful. But the overall head to head, I think you've probably just edged it, or if it, if you haven't, it might have been about even, but you've you've had more key kind of wins or something like that um overall yeah. we're, we're just ahead of you actually we've won 40 oh, really? you've won 38 and we've had 28 draws so it's very close um either way around and I mean that should be slightly less close really after last season but I'm, I'm not one to hold grudges over and over again <laughs> keep mentioning it on podcast or anything yeah. but yeah last season was very painful and the pro and the, the playoffs obviously were as well but I mean how do you feel about? Sorry, one second. My one second. Oh yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, we'll just pause yeah, for a second. <laughs> no problem at all. Thank you. Hello, we're back. Yes, there was a slight interruption because Amy has a little daughter. Just is it three and a half months old? Yeah, just three someone? and a half months. And she's now um, joined us on the podcast, so you may hear some noises in the background. Yeah. So uh, yeah, Palace's newest fan, and by some of it, most vocal fan. <laughs> are you and sure she's going to be definitely going to be Palace's newest fan because uh, I mean you're you're other half's a Spurs fan and she was crying while watching Spurs I'm just saying so, and they're losing yeah, who so. knows? she's going to have to make a decision when she's older but for now unfortunately she's a bit of a half and half scarf <laughs> oh okay fair enough Zara yeah. her name is Net, not Zaha a happy coincidence it, we were just saying where it is it is a, it is a happy coincidence when I put it on Twitter um I got a lot of replies asking if this was intentional. Is she named after Zaha? Um, believe it or not, she isn't. But yeah, a, a very happy coincidence. I think I will tell her when she grows up that she is named after Zaha. But um, no, um, Daddy named her, and he definitely wouldn't have named her after Zaha. Put it that way. <laughs> exactly. Especially as he, as Zaha is an Arsenal fan, that would have made it even worse. Well, exactly. Yeah. He's not yeah. his biggest fan. <laughs> yeah, I suppose, and, and Winifred wouldn't have worked well as a girl's name, would it nowadays? No, not it really. doesn't have no. quite the nice, nice <laughs> ring to it. But um, yeah. <laughs> well, anyway, so welcome, welcome to Zara, and and just to go, just to round off, really, actually, um, we're just talking about the head-to-head -head record. I don't know, were you going to? say something about the heads heads because I, I know in terms of yeah recent... no, obviously so you said that you're actually on top which I'm not sure if I'm surprised or not because if you go back in in in, in history I'm not that clued up with how we were you know back in the day um I did know it was close so I definitely would have said it was it was close but obviously recent history I think we've got just just about got the edge I don't think you've beaten us in the last six is it six something something like I think it's five but yeah it's it's along those lines oh. yeah it's weird. We've all got, we've always got edges on each other in one way. I mean, you you obviously stung us with the playoffs. Um, we yeah. got we did the double over you, which hadn't been done by the team for about yeah. 35, 40 years. Yeah. So we had that that bragging right. Both teams won three nil one season. Was it three nil or three one one season? You know, it just it just seems that yeah. we've none of neither of us have the edge for long, and it's it's almost like a microcosm of what happened at Selhurst Park this season. Wilfred Zaha scores that goal and goes over and bakes oh, the Brighton fans. And you just know yeah. what's going to happen once that... <laughs> Obviously, Honestly, our, our, I, our own wind-up merchant does the same thing. I didn't and, actually yeah. um, watch the game in September. I um, was Good move. heavily pregnant. <laughs> I was due oh, yeah. um, 
two weeks after that game and I honestly couldn't handle I was obviously my hormones were over the place couldn't handle the nerves I was so nervous I just didn't watch it I actually got a bar turned my yeah. phone onto silent face down didn't want to see anything didn't even follow it on Twitter <laughs> I just every now and again when I plucked up the courage would just glance at my phone to see if there's any updates and it was one nil obviously for right up until the last yeah. seconds so I'd kind of seen one nil seen it was 90, 90 minutes and thought holy oh, one I'll get out of the bath happy um and literally as I come out of the bathroom I heard Neil Mopay last breath or something and I was just like you are joking but um at least it wasn't a loss could have been worse yeah. and, and all we all we can say on that is I mean just um looking forward to this game you're going to have what happens all the time and I constantly question it why do fans of clubs video the ends of games uh, well okay maybe they want to do that but why do they then publish it when it's gone wrong because we had the oh, no. bouncing this time we've had obviously oh, the, FFS the amount Murray of bios thing. I've seen with wide you bouncing it I saw it at the darts on a on a sign yes yeah um, I saw that too yeah and you know we're all like why are you celebrating a draw and I kind of think when it's your last when it's against your bit of rivals in the last minute we all celebrate <laughs> <laughs> it's a bit of retribution for last season, wasn't it? I think that's where that stemmed from. That whole yeah, it wasn't sentence. quite the comeback win, but it was. It, it had that no. similar effect. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, and final final points really. I mean, in terms of the game, I don't know if you've got hunched. Do you do score predictions? If so, what what do you reckon? You said three one either way, didn't you? I think you were yeah. Saying. I know Is it's a right? bit of a cowardly thing to say, but I've just got this feeling that someone will win convincingly and. In, in these right. games, it can go either way. So um, I'm gonna, I'll say three one Palace, but if it's three one Brighton, I'll say I told you so as well. <laughs> all right, okay. I'm gonna actually stick with my later prediction of a two all draw. I've just got a feeling okay. we're gonna be two one up and you're gonna get an equaliser somewhere. Yeah. Okay. Just to make it a we bit. Shall see. Yeah, yeah, we'll see, we'll see. She's but anyway, by the way, two two Brighton and three one Brighton, and she's getting upset. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Maybe she will be a Palace fan then. Definitely. Oh, it's yeah. great, and she's made her debut on a podcast already. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh well. Excellent. Well, Amy, uh, thanks to you, and thanks also to Azara for her input as well. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> I think she was saying three 0 Brighton. <laughs> Cheers, all the best. I'm, so stand or fall. Yeah, and wishing you all the bad luck on Friday. Yeah, same to you. Yeah. <laughs> Cheers. Right, bye. Bye-bye. So thanks to Amy Latter there, who joined me for a special pre-match pod chat ahead of the game against Palace. It's building, it's building. We could go seven points clear with a game in hand if we win. We're overdue a win now. As Amy said, we haven't beaten them in five games now. So um, now's the time, surely. Um, Just a couple of other bits of news. Um, As people will know, Chris Wood has gone to um, Newcastle. I'm wondering... I was watching um, one of the guys from the True Faith podcast talking with a look of glee on his face after they'd signed him, not least for the fact that they'd signed him from a rival. And I'm wondering if 25 million, obviously, release clause is why that was able to happen against, no doubt, Burnley's wishes. But I'm wondering if the look of glee on his face is misplaced. Um, Wood's been out of form. Um, it gives Burnley 25 million to spend, which might be more wisely spent on another striker, or more likely on the defensive 
modifications that I think they need to get back to what Burnley do best, which is stifling the opposition. So I wonder if, um, in the long run, um, it may be better for Burnley than for Newcastle. Burnley do still have games in hand, of course, as well. I'd love both sides to go down, but I just can't see it happening. But anyway, that's that's news from elsewhere. From the Albion, um, Moises Caicedo has been recalled from Beerschot. Um, he's played for two clubs this season. One of them was the Albion in a League Cup match. I think it was the Cardiff game uh, at the beginning of the season. So he can't go anywhere else. We don't probably want him to go anywhere else anyway because he is going to be the cover in midfield with Yves Basuma playing in the um, African Cup of Nations and Mali have won their first game with him coming on as a sub in that match. A rather controversial game against Tunisia with the ref blowing the final whistle too early twice. <laughs> All sorts of shenanigans going on with that one. Anyway, more details on that maybe when we chat next time. But um, he's going to be, by the looks of it, over there for a while. Mali have got off to a winning start. They're likely to qualify for the next stage. And unfortunately, it looks like Enoch and Wepu may be injured, So, um, at least in the short term. So Moises Caicedo comes into the equation. He comes in as backup. He's one of those that can certainly go onto the bench. I think Moda and Lalana, if fit, will start. Um, in this game, we've got backup in the shape of Grosh and, of course, uh, Caicedo now. And one other bit of news is that a young Paraguayan attacker, a forward, a 17-year-old, called Enciso, is um, very much in our attentions. We are reportedly, according to Sky Sports News, in talks, whatever that means, um, to sign him. Whether he'll be another one for the future and he goes out on loan or gets integrated into the academy, I don't know. But Enciso, who's a player uh, that we're looking to get in from, Libertad, I believe is the club he's with at the moment. That brings us up to date with all the Albion news ahead of the game against Palace so far. Fingers crossed that we can win. Uh, well, we can just hope, really. We will do a match day special. We can't resist it, really, in this one, can we? So, I will be back with my chums on the Friday night special. Until then, fingers crossed for the, for the game and stand or fall up the Albion. Sports Social Podcast Network. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.